Fresh 107.9 FM Abeokuta. Good morning to you. Welcome to Freshly Pressed this Friday morning, the 18th of March, 2022. Wale Bakar is my name. Time to take a look at the headlines uh, this week uh, for at least one more time. Uh, the lot of the dailies, crawling with uh, the many headlines to look out for this morning, The Punch, The Guardian, The Nigerian Tribune, are some of the options available uh, this Friday. Sadie, I know, will be with me on the program this morning as we do the headlines together. I'm also hoping that you'll be with us up until the end. You can join us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Live. Uh, that's how you watch the studio live. Share the videos, drop your contributions as we go on Twitter as well. At Abelkota is another option for you. Uh, let's uh, mention the headlines very quickly. Nigeria borrowed 6.64 trillion naira, service debt with 2.93 trillion naira in 2021, says DMO. Uh, That's the punch with a report this morning. EFCC picks up U.S.-bound ex-governor Obiano at Lagos Airport. Soludo sworn in as an Ambra governor retains Obiano's SSG. That's there on the punch this morning as well. Um, Very interesting things happened at the... Uh, inauguration or the swearing-in, uh, that is on many of the dailies this morning. APC in race to old March 26th convention, battles injunction. They're also on the punch. Nigeria gets ECOWAS $1 million humanitarian assistance. Also there. SDP presidential hopeful promises to promote unity, peace. Uh, there's also Ikoyi building collapse. I withdrew from project orally. Returned later, says structural engineer. Uh, that's on the punch as well. The Nigerian Tribune. Elumelu blames poor electricity supply. Petroleum product Ike on oil theft vandalism. There on the Nigerian Tribune uh, this uh, morning. U.S. Justice Department dismisses Oshpoppy's $400,000 fraud in prison. Says it's fake news. That is on the Tribune. In fact, someone told me it was another scam, actually, to get some others onto a particular site and, you know, maybe scam them again. <laughs> it's interesting. Soludo performs first official duty as governor, suspends revenue collections. Uh, that is on the Nigerian Tribune this morning. Aha. Commotion as Obiano's wife allegedly slaps Bianca Ojuku at Soludo's inauguration there on the Nigerian Tribune as well. Uh, there are others... Uh, to look out for uh, this uh, morning on the Tribune. The Guardian says, Atiku picks 40 million naira presidential form as Tamboa intensifies consultation. That is on the Guardian. I next to make pronouncement on a boy next week. Also there on the Guardian. For supply, Nigeria paying for 30 years neglect of pipeline, air ticket, nears 120,000 naira. It's also there. The Guardian with that report this morning. SDP denies alternative platform deal with Tinubu. Also on The Guardian. FG plans new trade policy over Russia-Ukraine war. COVID-19 causes spike in broadband costs in Nigeria. Others. Uh, there's also Buni 
returns as CCPC sacks a candidate there on the Guardian uh, this uh, morning to look out for. Uh, there are uh, some others there uh, this uh, morning. Uh, remember that uh, the governor of Yobe came back yesterday saying that uh, some of the things that were done in his absence remain and Part of the things I was on was the sack of the <laughs> secretary of the party, but we'd have to wait and see. Uh, there's just a lot of confusion as to the situation there. Mawa meets French experts on drug supply reduction, explained surgical procedure. Uh, there, uh, this morning on The Guardian. Uh, there are more uh, to look out for. The pen pushing newspapers uh, this uh, Friday. Uh, also with uh, some headlines, uh, they've got the headline of uh, what transpired uh, between uh, the wife of the former Anambra State Governor and um, Bianca Ojuku. Well, the Pempishin newspapers says, uh, where is it now? Okay. Uh, says Ojuku's widow, Bianca, in public fight with First Lady of Anambra State, Ibele Chukobiano. Elephants invade farmlands, attack villagers in Ogun State. Mm. Court dismisses suit challenging Musao Lomu's reappointment as medical director FMC Abeokuta. Uh, there's this one. Fumi Wakama accomplishes another feat, tops list of valuable Nigerian women. Is there on the Pempishin newspapers uh, this uh, morning to look out for. Uh, the Premium Times has got some of these headlines as well. Uh, well, what happened in Arambra, they're everywhere. But there are more. Nigeria Senate passed selfish bill. Now other lawmakers, key players are fuming. Uh, that's on the Premium Times this morning. AFCC arrests Willie Obiano Howers after handing over as an Arambra governor. Court document accusing Oshpopi of fresh $400,000 fraud is fake. As according to the U.S. Attorney General's office, no confusion on Abakari's extradition, cocaine trafficking trial, Malami. Well, uh, in case you missed that, it's there. Uh, it was Bianca Ojuku who slapped Obiano's wife. Video reveals there on the Premium Times as well uh, this uh, morning. Whatever happened, it was, was somewhat shameful. Well, I'm excited I know he's in the studio this morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Great to see you, really. Yeah, good to see you. Too. you know, Hello I was there. I was going to call you on Monday night, but then your your number just wasn't going through. He chose the appropriate time not to go through while City was struggling to oh my get God. a good you know, Crystal Palace. Oh, my God. It's but then it makes the Premier League good. Yes. You know? You know, it's, it's nice that we're sitting <laughs> opposite each other. <laughs> one on one. But, but honestly, my hunch, you know, is that Liverpool is likely to pick the uh, Premier League this because... That team is compact, but we've also seen City in this situation. Yeah, they've, they've held their own yeah one. But but at that point in time, their captain, Vincent, Vincent Company, was fantastic. Yeah, was. You know, and and the defense. I'm not too sure the defense can hold the Liverpool what? team. But let, let's, see, let's, I see hope the, <laughs> let's see the way it goes. But then it's just interesting. Yeah. Some of these things. Well. Uh, we'll take a pause. When we return, we'll take a peep into some of these headlines that we've mentioned, of course, starting from the very interesting developments from Anambra and, uh, well, Lagos Lagos. as well. Don't go anywhere, please. Come and unleash your potentials with Aptech Computer Education. Become a software developer, network administrator, graphics designer, web developer, data analyst, using tools like Power BI, 
Tableau, artificial intelligence, machine learning, digital marketing, database management, and many more. With Aptech Online Curriculum, you can also buy your degree from Middlesex University London when you enroll at Aptech for Advanced Diploma in Software Engineering ADSE, a two-year program with credit transfer to Middlesex University London for a year top-up BSc degree in Information Technology and Business Management Information. Visit us today at our office, Aptech Computer Education, number 22, Quarry Road, Mansheke, Ibarra, Abeokuta. For more information, please call these numbers 0803-415-2557 or 0803-721-7003 or visit our website www.aptechabeokuta.com.ng. Thank you. Thanks for staying with us. Freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM Abelkuta uh, this Friday morning. Let's get into the lot of the headlines this uh, morning. Uh, there's a lot of um, stories surrounding the uh, inauguration of uh, the new Anambra State Governor, Charles Saludo. Well, not to take the shine away from him. First off, the point yeah. says mm-hmm. Saludo sworn in as Anambra Governor retains Obiano's SSG. Uh, there was interesting. <laughs> there was a mild drama at the government's house on Thursday as Professor Chukumasulu took his oath of office as the sixth governor of Anambra State. The fight between the wife of the immediate past governor Ebele Chukubiano and the wife of the former leader of Biafra, Chief Chukumikao Chukubianka, took the shine of the inauguration of the new governor. He started around 9.45am. It was a low-key ceremony as only a few guests, including the former governor of the state, Peter Obi, an economist, Professor Patatomi, a former chairman of the of ABGA, Victor Ome, were among the dignitaries at the event. However, the former deputy governor of the state, Professor Nkemo Keke, who had earlier defected to the APC, was not at the ceremony. Just as Saludo was about to take his oath of office, the fracas between Ebele Chukwu and Bianca disrupted the proceedings for a few minutes before normalcy was finally returned. The commotion started when Ebele Chukwu engaged in a fight with Bianca. The former governor's wife, who arrived at the venue late, approached Bianca, where she was seated, and was muttering some words which apparently angered the latter. Guests who sat close to Bianca said Ebele Chukwu uttered some words in Igbo language, which roughly translated to, So Bianca, you are here. I thought you said that our government would fail and I won't serve eight years. Now we have served eight years. You also said you won't attend any Abga event again. So why are you here? Yeah. It was gathered. <laughs> the ability to repeatedly muttered the words that she approached Bianca, who was seated on the front row with the former governor, Elio Biano, an action which angered the ex-beauty queen, who landed a slap on the face of the former governor's wife. The immediate past first lady of the state then grabbed Bianca's hair and pulled it before security operatives separated both women. Um, well, is there this morning on the punch? The Tribune says Saludo performs first official duty as governor, suspends revenue collections. Uh, that's the, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I also retained the uh, yeah, former, former SSG. Yeah. Uh, Pempushi newspapers uh, says Ojuku's widow Bianca in public fight with former first lady of Anambra State, Abel Ojuku Biano. Uh, that's there on the Pempushi newspapers. There is actually everywhere uh, this morning. And, you know, rightly said, uh, it somewhat took away the attention uh, yeah. from Mr. Saludo's uh, inauguration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, more than that then, yeah. was the issue of the arrest of uh, former Governor Obiano by the EFCC uh, just as he was trying to leave the country. It's there this morning on virtually all the dailies as well. Um, 
EFCC picks up US bound ex governor Obiano at Lagos Airport. We know what the story yeah, with that has been. He's yeah, always yeah. been on the watch list yeah, of the FCC. Right, the FCC yeah. uh, although he's, um, I think his secretary or, uh, or his information, one of his aides, mm-hmm. uh, spokespersons yeah. at that time, yeah. had responded and said, Well, I don't know. We don't know why he's on the watch list. He's going to the US once he's done with his term and all of that. And just while he was about to leave yesterday, was picked up uh, by the EFCC. All of this yeah. <laughs> in just a few hours yeah, happened yeah, yesterday. It's, it's, it's incredible. Well, at the Franca, you know, between Franca, you know, mm. and uh, no, Bianca. Bianca and <laughs> Billy Chuku, reminds me of uh, the Sidan saga. Sidan, Zinedine Sidan, you recall, during the World Cup, and one Italian, deliberately annoyed him. Yes, deliberately annoyed him. Okay, don't be good, better for your father. And mm. you know, when you talk, <laughs> when you abuse somebody's father, he, he was. And, you know, Zidane had to give the headbutt. headbutt and mm. that, that really drowned the glory. So who, who was Zidane yesterday? Yes. Well, you know, Zidane, Bianca, was Bianca was with okay. Zidane. You know, Bianca was Zidane because she actually spoke. Those words were annoying. And But I, I thought that Bianca ought to have looked at how the persona of her husband, the late husband, Dume Gojuku, and the position she has held. You know, she was a, an ambassador, you know, to Spain, you know, for Nigeria. And not only that, she, she, she's daughter of Ono, Sisi Ono, you know, the father was a governor. And so, whatever anybody said to you, I mean, you, you shouldn't have gotten annoyed. Because there was somebody near you, there are people around you that could testify to it. Maybe after... You cannot talk to her, but I think it was very disgraceful on the part of both of them. Although they are even saying they should declare, the youths are saying they should declare them a personal not grata and all that, but it's beyond that. I mean, but for the intervention of the security agencies, they will have spoiled what otherwise would have been, you know, a, a, a glorious thing. But that apart, I think, but why I'm worried is, some people are above the law. They ought to have taken both of them. At least the security agencies, police is saying, yes, you know, after all, the security people separated them, and so we don't have to charge them to court. When you disturb public order, whoever you are elsewhere, at least you'll be invited, you know, for a charge. Mm. That, that, that apart. Uh, the, for Obiano, he, she, he's been on the watch list of uh, EFCC, and that's what EFCC is supposed to do. They told him, please come. He said, the... Information commissioner said, no, 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 no. He's, he will return to his base. I wonder if he's in his, his base now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, maybe the base, the information, information commissioner was referring to. You see, FCC is But, but that, that, that has been the... Is this section 308 of the Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria? Because elsewhere, if you are found to have been fingered, you know, to have, to have dipped your hand into the post of the government or anywhere or anything criminal... There's nothing stopping you because you have a deputy, you know, who can deputize for you and why your case is going on. And that has been, so many people have escaped. So many governors have escaped, you know, this because of 308. And by the time they are now eventually picked up, the evidence will have been destroyed and what have you. I think that is an area that I think the government should look into. Yes, elsewhere, if you cannot, once you opt to rule, then you must be ready, you know, to be transparent, be above board, Caesar's wife. 
But this time around, the, it's not, and that's the reason why it's been... It, it has been happening to so many governors. Is but his was immediate because he chose to travel immediately. Mm. But I mean, your daily fires, there's so many of them. So many governors in the past have been picked up by in fact, some of them are with EFCC. And sadly, because of this 308, the governor of uh, Bauchi State, Muhabala Muhammad, mm. had problems as EFCC minister. But because FCT minister. minister, but <laughs> as a EFCC minister, <laughs> so FCT minister, and he did so many things. But by the time he, because the case dragged on for long. By the time he, he said he wanted to be governor, and he's governor, he's even angling now to be pre, 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 president. So, mm. I think something is wrong with our law. Mm. Uh, once you are, I, I, I recall, the guy, the guy that, the governor of, uh, of the, this, uh, this Kenyan that became Obama, okay. the governor of Obama state, wanted to sell the Senate seat to somebody, and the FBI was following the story. At the peak of the Sale. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got got to his office and took him out in the handcuff, you know, with a handcuff. So, he, he, I think this three hundred eighteen should be reviewed. Uh, but back to Soludo. Soludo, Soludo was did a lot yesterday because he was able to tell an Ambrians, you know, the truth. I mean, he, t- he spoke to IPOP. He spoke to Masop. Said, "Look, this you are keeping people inside the house." And he calculated it as an economist. He said, on each time you keep them inside the house, they are losing not, nothing less than 19.6 you know, billion naira. So, I mean, you, you had, look, even the greatest of wars, people will still see. Let's talk. That, 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 that's one, because he has suffered you know, wars before. In fact, he said at night, I'm the owner, I'm, I'm the most senior in the house. My mother was killed, my uncles, everybody in my house, we are in disarray. But very intelligent guy. He became in great because he, he very cerebral. First class, first degree. In two years, was able to do his, to, to have his master's. And on that two, two years again, he had, he had back his PhD. And he has been visiting professors to Harvard, to Oxford, to everywhere. And I think he wants to impact a number of states. The guys, let, let's see the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have to see. I'll wait and see the way he performs. Uh, he's um, attempted yeah. to be governor a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lost out mm-hmm. a couple of times. He went to PDP sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and he came back yeah. to Africa. Well, uh, now uh, he says uh, that uh, under his leadership, uh, the new Anambra state uh, would be a state of law yeah, and, and order. order. Yes. Because uh, it's there this morning. Saludo performs first official duty as governor, suspends revenue collections uh, there. Saludo. Uh, sworn in as Anambra governor, retains Obiano's SSG also there uh, this morning to look out for. Elumelu blames poor electricity supply, petroleum product Ike on electricity theft vandalism. There this morning, the chairman, UBA, Tony Elumelu, has blamed the poor electricity supply, hike in prices of petroleum products and food inflation currently ravaging Nigeria on oil theft, vandalism and insecurity. Bemoaning the situation in a series mm. of tweets on Thursday, Lumeli said the worsening situation was impacting negatively on the citizens and businesses as many businesses are either running at a loss or closing up. Lumeli noted that as an oil-producing country, it was unfortunate that many Nigerians were living in hardship and poverty. His words, I quote, This morning I'm listening to my colleagues at the mm. office bemoan the very pressing issues that they face every day in this country. Now things have been getting worse and worse. No electricity for five days, hikes and price of diesel, Frightening food inflation, etc. How can a country so rich in natural resources have 90% of its citizens living in hardship and poverty? I've often said that access to electricity is critical to our development, alleviation of poverty and hardship. And speaking of security, our people are afraid, uh, he said. Well, 
He noted that Nigeria's inability to generate the OPEC oil production quota was costing the country more and depleting our foreign reserves, mm-hmm. uh, saying that businesses are suffering. How can we be losing over 95% of oil production to thieves? Look at the Bonnie Terminal that should be receiving over 200,000 barrels of crude oil daily. Instead, it receives less than 3,000 barrels, leading to uh, the operator shell to declare force majeure. While we paying taxes if our security agencies can't stop this, it is clear that the reason Nigeria is unable to meet its OPEC production quota is not because of low investment, but because of theft, pure and simple. simple. You can find the rest of what he said. Yeah. He said this morning on the Tribune. Because some would say there are many other factors, but these are very important things that he's mentioned. Very important thing, because if, if you have uh, 90% of your revenue coming from a particular source, and that source is this bad, I think that's what Elumilu is talking about. And I'm, I'm happy that being one of them, one of them in the sense that, you know, he's, he's an entrepreneur, you know, he's very rich, you know, chairman of UBA, he's now talking to authority. Because this is what some other people are, who are benefiting from the system, you know, have not been able to speak about. I mean, look at the, the, the Bonnie Light mentioned, 300,000, you know, barriers per day. And yet we are only getting 30,000, 30, even 3,000 barriers. And first my job is when you sign and your company signs an agreement, with the particular government, and you cannot meet your obligation because of either natural natural disasters or some other thing. This one is about uh, you know b- 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 bombing of pipelines and what have you. But the question is, why can't Nigeria, in other climes, they devise a means of even protecting you know their pipelines? Yes, some others use drones you know to watch over it. If we know that this thing matters to us, but yes, Tifri. Will not be allowed, will, will, will not go ahead, you know, if they do all this. They know what to do, but they are not doing it. It's very, very sad, you know, because it has affected virtually everything. The oil thing is talking about that's the major thing. What else do what else is Nigeria getting, you know, value for from? Are you talking of agriculture? Are you talking of industrialization? What has happened to Ajakuta? You know, still me. Are you talking what, what are you in like service? You know, service industries. You're talking, you know, all these uh, telecommunications and what have you. Apart from that, we are not get, getting much. And we are not getting much because even that only source, we are not protecting. I mean, we are not, I mean, uh, the OPEC gave us 1,780, you know, per barrel per day. Hitherto, we are making 2.4. Now it has gotten to, but even the OPEC, OPEC bank, we cannot even meet it. The quota they gave us, we are now within 1.38. Million dollar barrels per day mm-hmm. and 1.40. So that's what he's talking about. Everything it has affected virtually everybody, even if his staff can be complaining. So he now says there's some hyperinflation. I mean, food is increasing, virtually everything, transportation. And he feels government should have a hang on it. I don't even pity whoever is going to take over, whether it's PDP or APC or Third Force. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's another one now. Uh, people's. Uh, people's PPNN or NNPP. Yes, NNPP. The New Nigerian People's Party. You know, and Kwakwansu and the whole of them. Well, he says he's still in the PDP. I don't understand how that is anyway, but he says his people has gone to the NNPP, he's still in the PDP. Exactly. So that's the problem. Whoever, whether it's this NNPP thing or whatever, because Nigerians are Nigerians. We have this mindset that when you get to office, you are to you are to amass wealth or to you know, be self-centered, help your friends and your family. Let's just see what Soludo, you know, is going to come out with. Because uh, I think he's going to give an, make an example of leadership, good leadership in this country. 
wish others may likely copy. You know, copy. Because I, I have that trust in that guy. The way he spoke, the way he spoke. Already, even, even the uh, ceremony was so, you know, was low so key. low key, you know, and even, and he has promised to do so. In fact, the first place he's going to visit, in fact, for the first day, he said he spent eight hours, he's going to spend eight hours, you know, walking. I, I think he may be. Let's see. Well, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how it goes. It's there this morning, the story by the UBA chairman or former UBA chairman, uh, Ilumilu, blames poor electricity supply, petroleum products uh, for on oil theft, vandalism. Is there this uh, morning uh, to look out for? Uh, speaking of uh, our economy, Nigeria borrowed $6.64 trillion, service debt with $2.93 trillion in 2021. That's according to the Debt Management Office. Uh, we said on Thursday that Nigeria's total public debt stock increased to 39.56 trillion naira in 2021 from 32.92 trillion naira in 2020. The DGDMO, Patience Onia, said this at a media briefing in Abuja. According to her, the total debt includes new borrowings by the federal government and the sub-nationals. She also said the amount helped in financing the budget deficit, capital projects, and support economic recovery. Um, well, according to an address, total public debt as of December 31st was 39.56 trillion naira or $95.78 billion. The amount represents the total external and domestic debts of the federal government and the 36 state government as well as the FCT. The comparable figure for December 31, 2020 was $32.92 trillion or $86.39 billion. The public debt stock for December 31st, 2021 includes new borrowings. Uh, by the federal government of nationals. She said, uh, for the federal government, it will be recalled that the 2021, appro- 2021 appropriation and supplementary acts included total borrowings from domestic and external sources of 5.49 trillion naira of, to part finance the deficit. Borrowings for this purpose and disbursements by the multilateral and bilateral creditors account for a significant portion of the increase in the debt stock. Increases were also recorded in the debt stock of the states and the FCT. Well, is, is there this morning, she very quickly, as expected, uh, noted that the country is still within the total public debt stock to the GDP of 55% set by the World Bank and 70% set by the Economic Committee of West African States, saying the federal government is mindful of the relatively high debt-to-revenue ratio and has established certain measures to increase revenues through the Strategic Revenue Growth Initiative and Introduction of Finance Act since 2019. Is there this morning on the punch to look out for? Well, she just somewhat mm-hmm. told Nigerians mm-hmm. what Nigerians knew already. Yeah, the figures well, we, we might not yes, have been sure about, exactly. but we were well aware yeah. of what the country's debt situation is. Exactly the implications, you know, the implications for Nigeria, you know, because we are going to pass these debts, you know, to our great grandchildren if care is not taken. But in, in America is the most indebted country in the world, but you see what they do with it, and I, 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 I recall we have all been saying, well, always been saying. It's not the problem of debt, but what you do with that money. If you incur debts and you are using it to pay salaries and pay, you know, emoluments, you know, to politicians and what have you, there is nothing tangible. Even if you look at, yes, we took money from Susuk and all the rest of them. Yes, I agree, no problem. Suzuki or Sukuk. Sukuk. Yeah, we then, I mean, Eurobond, you know, the FGM bond and what have you. But the problem is, what have we done with it? I mean, the, the trains we are talking about, some of them have been breaking down for one reason or the other. I mean, and we even want to, we have to help Niger Republic, Maradi, take train from Kano to Maradi, with our own money that we are borrowing. So that's the problem. That's what some people are saying. 
one, we must look for other means of generating funds. Because to date, we are spending 80% of whatever comes in to service debts. And recall, even the, uh, the budget for 2020, 2021, 2021, 2022, mm. we borrowed 6 trillion naira because we cannot even, you know, cannot uh, operate the budget. The budget shortfall was 6 trillion naira. Can we continue like that? That's the problem. An election is around the corner. Every effort will now be devoted towards election. And we are not even talking of monies, you know, that are leaving the covers. For instance, sometimes it was in the papers that we gave one billion, one million dollars into Afghanistan or wherever. You know, so, so you, you cannot, you must keep your own house already the way it is now. I, I'm not optimistic that this debt will not be passed on to, you know, the next generation. Whoever is even coming in, unless something ingenious, unless we think out of the box and ensure that we generate more money, whichever way we want to do it. Let somebody think of how, because the money we are generating through all, we are not even generating it properly. For instance, the, the, the Gulf War gave us, I think, extra $2.8 billion, which uh, some people believe IBB you know, squandered. Now, there is the Russia-Ukraine, and more money is coming in. Unfortunately for us, the other countries are making money, they are smiling to the banks, because they are not importing you know, refined products. The 14... Uh, the 14 Opec. Oh, oh, no, 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 the 14, uh, uh, the chain value okay. that you get okay. from, yes. you what you get from like uh, uh, diesel, okay. kerosene, uh, uh, oil, you know, the, the service you use to service your car, grease, and so many, you know, you are not getting them. So that's the problem. Where is the money coming from? So it's, it's so unfortunate. And we have to give money to INEC, you know, to prosecute the election. In fact, some states may not be able to pay salaries because last month, it was zero. And so, if care is not taken, there will be workers, workers agitation and workers strike. So, I don't know. God, God, God save us. Well, uh, the, some of the stories and some of the daily talking about the country's economy uh, this uh, morning. Speaking of the Russia-Ukraine situation, uh, federal government plans new trade policy over Russia-Ukraine war. Uh, that was revealed by the Ministry of Trade uh, yesterday. Is there this morning on The Guardian. Uh, just before we take this break, uh, elephants invade farmlands, attack villagers in Ogun State. Now, the residents of Itashi in Ijebu's local government area of Ogun State are now living under fear and they cannot sleep with their two eyes closed following invasion of farmlands by elephants. Uh, Pembership reports that a member of the State House of Assembly, Honorable Shala Adams, representing the constituency, raised the alarm over this ugly incident uh, during a plenary in Abelkuta. The lawmaker pointed out that the recent invasion of the farmlands by the elephants resulted in injuring of a villager who, as at the time of his alarm, was said to have lamented that the situation is worrisome. Pembership further reports that Adams disclosed that as at the time of filing this report, the injured villager was receiving treatment at the General Hospital Jabouda and appealed to the relevant agencies to do the needful and return the ele- elephants to where they should be. The Speaker of the House, Right Honorable Akunle Lomawa, responding condemned the invasion of the elephants and also advised farmers to stop further encroachment uh, on the natural habitat of elephants. Well, the rest of it is there. I didn't even know we had so much. I, I, yeah. I, I know that... Yes, we do. We do. It's only we have not been tapping it. Uh, one would have expected us to... Well, natural habitat, yes, but we can even have zoo, you mm-hmm. know, like they have in Iran and uh, Boichi, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but since we are not tapping them, you see, encroaching on the national natural, natural habitat, you know, of anybody can be very dangerous unless you have a way of, you know, uh, protecting them, cordoning, cordoning them off and providing for them. But this time, this time around, I mean, I mean, you went to plant around that area, and that's why elephants are, 
is I think is a problem of the environment ministry. Mm. I think something has to be done because if care is not taken, once these things are very hungry and they are very deadly, so they, they encroach on the farms. You know, it's, I hope government will do something. Well, it's there this morning. The Pembrokeshire newspaper has got that report. We'll take a pause. We'll return to check out some more stories. Please don't go anywhere. It's freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkuta. Toothpaste. It's like having your personal dentist at home. Strengthens teeth, fights thief cavities, combats data buildup, whitens teeth, freshens breath, reduces plaque, and ensures healthy gum. Oracare Toothpaste. 12-hour dental protection system. Extra fresh gel. Protects from tooth decay. Oracare Toothpaste. Oshuige, Oshualakma Lene, Ramadan si wole de were, Asikobi Badwa to Gajulo, Tayansi Lefike Kerek Babo, Lowo Longo Ba Allah, Bubbo Muslimio Dodo, and into the Shegula Fulawujo, Ilewe, Ile Shalala, like Belegbe, Nijonijo, Asikoti To, Latiwa Shunibo, Woloko Jokweto, Tati Shalakalere, Nikani Fresh 107.9 FM, Abiokuta, Bi Rudube, Edidia Musari, Wasati Badeba, Ajokeni Nualu Kuran. Fesha Jumanu, Isha Jumewa, Isha Jumea Dogu, Ogba Isha Jua, Biwa Katika, Bogwe La Yewa Fon, Lowo Tio Gajara Nikani Fresh 107.9 FM, Towa Lo Shoba Presidential E-Top, Abi Okuta, Eka Seka Kedi Atipulu Oja Waloni, Fuyike Yala Kale Toto Bawuyi, Ena Tiwitbe Eko Sieta Naso Juana, Tola Onta Nabito Kere Tabi Paju, Olong Oba La, Kone Duwa Ladare La Yembi, Ato Jong Bede Aloki Ama, Fresh FM, Abi Okuta, Alon Kwa Kwa Mojubo Shura, Ramadan. Thank you for staying with us freshly pressed this Friday on Fresh 107.9 FM at Moving on very quickly. Uh, the U.S. Justice Department, uh, they've been uh, offering some explanations as regards the uh, reports about the new fraud perpetrated yeah, by or allegedly perpetrated by uh, popular celebrity fraud star uh, Ramona Bass Oshpopi. Well, U.S. Justice Department dismisses Oshpopi's $400,000 fraud in prison, says it's fake news. Now, the United States Justice Department has described as untrue reports that Ramon Olonua Abbas, also known as Oshpopi, committed $400,000 fraud inside a prison in the U.S. Some media outfits on Thursday reported that some U.S. state prosecutors submitted documents which showed that he committed fraud and laundered over $400,000 while in jail in the U.S. According to them, the document submitted before the U.S. District Court of California on Wednesday revealed that Oshpopi committed fraud and money laundering while in the U.S. Federal Correctional Facility as was said to have participated in the purchase and laundering of economic impact payment debit cards fraudulently obtained from stolen data of U.S. citizens and residents. However, the U.S. DOJ, while reacting to the viral news reports, described them as untrue as there was no information to that effect. Speaking to the BBC on Thursday, Mozak Thom, who's the Director of Media Relations, U.S. State's Attorney General's Office, disclosed uh, the reports sound true. 
Okay. Well, it's there this morning. Uh, the Tribune has got it. U.S. Justice Department dismisses Oshpopi's $400,000 fraud in prison. Says it's fake news. Uh, the Guardian as well with it. Well, very quickly, some politics. The Guardian. Buni returns as CCPC sacks Apanadede. Uh, there. March 26th National Convention remains sacrosanct. Now, there was a reign of confusion in the ruling APC yesterday. As the chairman of the CCPC, Governor May Malabuni returned to the country, while the committee secretary, Senator John James Apanadede, was said to have been removed by members of the CECPC. The crisis engulfing the party seemed to have continued, despite the president's intervention to stop the removal of Buni as chairman of the committee. But Buni, who met CECPC members at the Yobe State House Abuja without a feigned ignorance of the development and explained that the embattled secretary was not present because it was not a formal meeting of the committee. Buni, who spoke after a closed-door meeting with members of the Kazakh Committee of the Party, expressed satisfaction with the performance of his colleague, Abuba Kabelu, who is at student forum while he was away on medical vacation in Dubai. The Obi State Governor reiterated the party's commitment to the conduct of its national convention on March 26th. Uh, there this morning on The Guardian, Buni returns as CCPC, Sachs, Panadede, is there yeah. this uh, morning. Uh, the situation there is just quite interesting. Yeah. Although, one has to say, they've... Um, They've done great by, you know, sticking to the, yeah, the words uh, as regards... The 26 or maybe the old, but I'm even talking about sticking to the narrative that uh, Governor Bello, uh was only put there because Governor Buni was away Traveled. and he was acting yeah. instead. Mm. That wasn't the impression that, that, that was no. given at first. No. Uh, if you listen to the likes of Governor Rafael and a couple of others. But they've all... It all appears that's a narrative that they've all decided to pursue now and continue to push it. So at least they're doing good for themselves in that regard. But... A lot of people look at the crisis in that party, and this is just with the you know the uh, the national leadership. Uh, we're not even talking about the crisis with uh, who is going to yeah, run the, for the, president, the, the, the chairman of the party, who's going to be governor, the governor the states, and all of that. So uh, it's, it's just the start of so many things that might rock the boat for them. And there's so many people looking at the APC and saying, even the president has said that much, saying, yeah. uh, if we're not careful, yeah, yeah, we might yes. not even be yeah. a part of the next yeah. election. Exactly. You know, so, so it, well, uh, it reminds me of uh, Shino Ashibi's book, Things Fall Apart, The Center Cannot Hold. And I don't see how the center can hold. If the president held meetings you know, with Buni, uh, Malami, and the rest of them, because the, he knows the implications of what they're doing now. INEC had told them, the only person we recognize is Buni. Mm. And you, I mean, due to the uh, uh, vilification of some people, some governors, they've removed, they, they, took, they spoke badly about Buni and all the rest of it. What happened in Samfara? What happened in River State where APC had no candidates? May happen this time around. But I hope they will learn from it. Because the implication is, if, even if you remove Akpano, uh, Akpan Udo Edehe, mm. that, Akpan Udo Edehe, if you remove him as secretary, is the person that, uh, that INEC recognizes alongside Buni because both of them have to sign any, any letter going to INEC. And so INEC has warned in their own way to say, okay, this is the group. So if 10 out of 12 people now removed uh, uh, Akpan Udo Edehe, then there is a crack somewhere. And the president has told them pointedly, if care is not taken, all the activities you have taken so far, that, that is Buni and the secretary, will be nullified because it won't be recognized. And even your convention may not be recognized, if anything. So the, the president has done a lot, you know, in his own right. But 
I think it's not hard enough. I know, although he, he, he held meetings or he sent letters, you know, mm. to all the rest of the, to Malami and all the rest, even to the DSS, Bichi. And I think what that means is that DSS will have to call whoever is trying to, you know, betray the party, you know, to order. But care must be, very, care must be taken. I don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, the Akpan Udo here is saying, I'm still the secretary. Uh, just like the Akintola Takwe era. He's saying, I'm, I'm still the secretary. And they are saying, no, you have been removed and all that. Why? Because they said the list he sent was contrary to the list that uh, Bunu signed, you know, Bunu sent, you know, to, uh, to, uh, for, chamber, for party conventions and what have you. And I think that can easily be resolved. But maybe the prayers of Nigerians, you know, will be, will be hmm. hacking to by God, you know, to go religious now. Because <laughs> if there is no problem, call on darling one roof. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say that. Yes, you know, there won't be peace. Even even the two parties. Mm. I mean, look, look at even PDP too. Mm. And when you look at the altercation, you know, between uh, the governor of River State, Wiki, and, and uh, Obaseki. Obaseki. And both of them are very megalomanic, manic, you know, because they are proud. You know, they, they believe in themselves. I mean, if you, if you study Obaseki very well, it doesn't take, it doesn't tolerate fools. And Wiki too. Mm. And so Wiki is trying to be, hold the strongest position in the to say yes i'm here whatever i say and some people are saying Obasaki is saying no please man take care stay where you are so let, let's just hope that uh, the prayers of nigerians you know we will hear came to by god well the guardian says <laughs> atiku picks 40 million naira presidential former stambul intensifies consultation that's talking about the situation in the pdp uh fumi wakama accomplishes another feat tops list of valuable nigerian women uh the pempish newspapers has got that report the general manager nigeria television authority abelkuta mrs fumi wakama uh, set to record another feat as she has been named as one of the valuable nigerian women in the annual 100 leading women 2022 edition Membership reports that Wakama, a known workaholic journalist, yeah. is being recognized alongside other 99 formidable women based on their influence and contributions to women development in the areas of media, business, politics, advocacy, medicine, and other sectors. The NTA boss was known to have transformed the Abelkta station yeah. to the delight of listeners and viewers across the globe are responding to the recognition, said it was another feat which serves as a challenge to do more. Yeah. You'll find the rest of it is there on the Pembishin newspapers because uh, the report also talks about others on the list, including mm. Pastor Mrs. Esther Laude, Mibreso, Ibm, Yolatunji, Belo, Falakeshweton, Yemisiadu, and a couple of others mm. who've contributed one way or the other mm. in their various fields of yeah, professions right, and right, right, It's right. there on the Pembishin newspapers. Mm. Fumi Wakama accomplishes another feat, tops list of valuable Nigerian women yeah. to look out for yeah. there this morning. I, 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 well, I think I can attest, you know, to Fumi Wakama, you know, because as an NTA staff, you know, and, and she's done a lot, you know, because if you look at NTA Abekuta, where I worked, you know, for 14 years plus, uh, things really went down. For some of us left because at that point in time, we had only one camera and to be used by the programs, you know, and the news, the news yeah. and even commercials. Mm. And so things went awry. So some of us had to leave. I left in, in, in 1994. But she came back and resuscitated, resuscitated that, uh, that uh, station. Did everything humanly possible. Got cameras, renovation, work with Central Bank and some others, you know, to put life into that place. Uh, I think it, it deserves it. She deserves mm. it. 
Interesting. Well, let's get to hear from you this morning. The numbers are 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. You can also call 0818-111-1079. 0818-111-1079. Those are the numbers. Facebook.com forward slash FreshFM Live at FreshFM Abelkota on Twitter as well. Good morning. Hello, good morning, uh, Mr. Wally. Good morning. And, uh, Mr. Good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Good uh, morning. Happy weekend, Yeah, my name is Polari Bola from Chagaule. You know, like I do say, you understand now, the uh, rancor between the APC, you understand now, from the, for the leadership, you understand now. So, uh, I think that thing is just like, uh, like what Gumi said, he said he was the one that appointed that governor, you understand now, to be mm-hmm. a kind of uh, listen to her. Him when he wants to listen mm-hmm. uh, for medical checkup, mm-hmm. but apparently it was just like a biting, you understand? In other words, you understand? But the story is that as it is, if they continue this way, if they cannot get to their home, around that to end down, you understand? And apparently, the Philippines too, they are facing their own, con- I mean, their own challenges. So it's just a, an opportunity for other uh, parties to emerge, mm-hmm. you know, if they can. Maybe do it in two, maybe in my two parties together. They can still, you know, win them. You know, this is just an opportunity. But if they don't have confidence, it might not work. But it's not an avenue. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you very much. It's not even just challenges, money, ring road, everything. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning to you. Hello? Yes, sir. Good morning. Hello? Yes, where with you? Hello, good morning. Uh, good morning, Mr. Eddie. Good morning. And, uh, my name is uh, Yanni Dins, calling from uh, okay. Obada. Uh, are you hearing me? Yes, we are. Okay. On validity slab, uh, and on moral ground, to me, it shows Obiano uh, has no control of his wife. And politically, too, Obiano's wife has been known to be part of Afghan stakeholders who are responsible for all other stakeholders of the party were sidelined to the extent that many of them defected to another party. We all knew how Tom was it for Solido to get the ticket. All this made Bianca to be annoyed of what was went, of what went wrong in the party before Solido was finally given the ticket. Bianca made that uh, her husband was the former was the founder of Abga. The slide said that uh, the two of them have been nursing grudges among themselves. Good morning. Good morning. Your narrative is very interesting. You <laughs> sound so confident about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, good morning. Okay, uh, you can... Okay, yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Wale. Good morning. I'm fine, thank you. Uh, thank you, Chief Eddie. How are you? Good morning, sir. And your age and experience always favors your commentaries, and I'm always impressed when you're online. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. I'm um, regarding, um, regarding you, what uh, my name is not Raju. Sorry, Wale, I thought okay. my voice was speak for me. So, stop now, Raju, bro. Yes, yeah, I'm regarding what happened um, in Anambra. I am praying that Tobido succeed because he's the hope of Nigeria. And I hope those that, are, those that are listening and know what I'm saying understand that if Tobido fails, then the number of us will lose hope in whatever will come out of politics again in Nigeria. I don't know how to put it better than that. We just pray it succeed, you know, we pray it succeed. And that is that. 
on Tony Olumelu quickly. Um, you see, Nigeria needs to be restructured. What is happening to Nigeria across the board, whether in power, in energy, or everywhere, is restructuring. I'll give an example. How can you generate power in South South or Angidam and push everything down to Oshobo? Thing you are talking of national grid. Mm-hmm. So we need to restructure. That is the challenge. When light is generated on these uh, current, our aluminum, whatever they call it, conductor, it drops as it travels. That's why you need transformer to boost up and die, etc. So we need to restructure and make it into nothing. On jam, I don't know how jam comes to understand of, say, one million admission is illegal. Mm-hmm. How do they qualify that? And Nigeria is not supposed to be given admission, Nigeria use, not to be educated. The problem with Jamba also is that everything is centralized. Mm-hmm. Why should Jam be the only one to mm-hmm. admission in the only nation for God's sake? Let mm-hmm. us decentralize. May God be with us. Thank you. Sure. Bye. Thank Have you. a nice day. You too, sir. Thank you very much. Hello, good morning. All right, talk to us, 0815-432-1079-0818-111-1079. Good morning. Hello. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Where are with you? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yes, I, I greet you, Engineer Apolabi. I'm calling from Songo. Uh, you see, uh, let me first talk on the issue of uh, Iran between the chairmanship of APC. Let them know this and go back and make a job description. Caretaker is not an elective officer. They were being put there by somebody. They are put there to put some structures to to, elect, to, 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 to to make some elections to work within the party. So, Kiyatika must be there and conduct the elections of the party. That is that. On salary and all the monies that we are borrowing. We did not uh, kind of making people to think otherwise. We are paying in local money. Why are we borrowing dollars to pay to pay salary? Is it possible? Or are they collecting dollars in salary? Um, are they using dollars to pay salary? It's a big, it's a big question. We, and this, the way we are running our economies, there are some type of tiers. I think we are not getting it at all. How can you borrow dollars to pay local money? I'm quite confused by yeah, the question yeah, as well. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, but he's he's just speaking of you know the uh, how it makes no economic sense borrowing to you know uh, pay salaries and all of that, which yeah. of course a lot of people mm-hmm, have said. Mm-hmm. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Eddie. Good morning. Good morning, sir. You have Solomon on the line. You know we are hypocrites in this country. Are we? we, we yes. In fact, I'm sorry to say this morning, 80% of the world are hypocrites. We mm. love to deceive our fellow brother. Yeah, you, can, you can't back that up with any Hold on, no. Hold on, no. Don't crucify me. I'm not. I'm just saying. Mr. Ivy. Yes, please. In this country, Sometimes if you watch your TV, listen to them, you will see some people that need just five million naira to do children transplants. Mm-hmm. Yes. They will get it. Yes, you are right. But within 24 hours, they announced 40 million. Some people gathered themselves together and picked that from yesterday. And picked that from. That reminds me, one of my friends, 
if you say something, if you say, if you say, say one, if you say, say, get money, go and fence your village. You. <laughs> I, see, I will continue to repeat what I've been saying. Nigeria will still repeat that mistake. Honestly. And we will still call on this radio station 2025. We will still be like, in fact, the situation will because I don't see anything changing. I don't see it. With this set of people, Oh, I love more Thank you. All right, thank you very much. Uh, I know, I know. Um, so, someone is not alone in yeah, no, it's know, not some alone. some of the people that are quite mm-hmm, mm-hmm, pessimistic mm-hmm. as regards you know things changing in the country. It, but. It, yes, you know because the, the basic things we have refused to do change. Look, even the issue of electricity, this fifth alteration that is being done currently by the National Assembly. Rather than allow states to generate electricity on their own, each state, if you can run it, please, for God's sake, run it. So that's what happens elsewhere in America. There is no national grid. You states take care of that. But here again, we are now saying when states can generate electricity, they still have to you know, push it to, push it to the national grid. It doesn't make any sense. Mm. All right, let's uh, very quickly see how many of your uh, comments on Facebook and Twitter we can get to. Uh, now, Otumba Salam Amikebo says, where are we going in this country? Nigeria borrows $6.3 billion yeah. to service yeah, Nigeria debts. Mm. Who do we offend this country? Yes, this is Tenobi. I know when he was going to Texas. My question is, where is he running to? Uh, he says, I don't believe in any president candidate above 60 years of age. Why can't leaders support the youths in the forthcoming election? Olabodi uh, Ayabam says, the U.S. is the most indebted country in the world. Wow, yes. incredible. Like, sincerely, I'm getting to hear this for the very first time. Yeah. Kudos to you, Fresh, and maximum response to the veteran knowledge. Society uh, for always uh, furnishing us with uh, that kind of top-notch class info. All right. But I'm calling Muhyiddin. I congratulate Mr. Soludo for what God has done for him, and I pray he will succeed in office. However, if Soludo is unable to perform creditably with all the certificate he's holding, that means there's no future for this country. Or we may have... We may have to call foreigners to come and rule this country for us. On the issue of government borrowing, if the international community really wants our country to grow, they should not lend money to the government of the day because I see some government officials as pretty girl ones. Uh, Smith Olushiji says, um, Chief Elimili is talking of the economy which he nailed on the head very well. When PMB was campaigning for presidency towards 2015 elections, they accused and berated the former president of looking the other way, especially when politicians and bandits use government resources to their benefit. I only ask, what has changed in his government? It's really disheartening to hear what Elimili has painted. God save Nigeria. I implore Nigerians to concentrate more on who becomes... Uh, the next president, because if we fail collectively to produce a credible president uh, that will build Nigeria back, then the country is doomed. I personally want people returning the present government into power in 2019, but they were blindfolded. All right, Mrs. Bianca Ajuku, to the best of knowledge, is one of is one to be blamed for the public shame and disgrace that happened at the swearing ceremony of Professor Soludo. She threw caution and decorum to the wind by slapping the wife of former Governor Biano. Regardless of the provocation, Mr. Juku would have shown some maturity and perseverance. Why is former Governor Biano in so much haste to jet out of the country? <laughs> Governor Soludo should not dis- should not join the bandwagon of his predecessors. Peter Biano Biano decided not to conduct local government elections. Well, that's on Facebook this morning. Uh, that's a lot of them. Uh, governor Soludo is one person I think will set a new record for other mm. governors to follow. He appears prepared for the office. Mm. He has mm. just occupied. Hopefully, yeah. the rotten system in the polity won't draw him back. That's a credit Camille on Twitter. Mm. Edwin Abayomi, aside from falling, aside from failing in fixing the refineries, the government couldn't also prevent the large-scale theft of the crude, the major source of our earnings. Can they administer their private companies the same way they run this country? 
perhaps we need the reset button now. Both Ebele and Bianca have not acted well. For me, the slap was just unnecessary, no matter the provocation, because it was indeed an assault. Ebele may likely get justice if she approaches the court. That's there this uh, morning.